more of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river again. It's five after five here on High Tide. The forecast for today, if you're thinking of heading out, not bad. We've got a reasonable sort of temperatures at the moment. Heading in for a top of 19 today. The Sydney Harbour, Pitwater, Botany Bay forecast is for west to southwesterly. Winds below 10 knots becoming southeasterly. Uh, in the middle of the day, then becoming east to north easterly late in the afternoon. Offshore, southerly, 10 to 15 knots, becoming variable 10. Your favourite, Blakey, my hate. Variable 10. Seas below uh, one metre, and the swell, southerly, two metres, tending south easterly, uh, 1.5 to 2 metres by the early evening. Let's catch up with Laurie McAnally. Good morning, sir. How are you? Are you glad to be back at... Variable 10 is my favourite. It is. It's good, isn't it? Yeah. Smooth seas and variable 10. Yes. That's that's (laughs) what you want. But so these yachties want wind for free. (laughs) Dad doesn't realise how... You, can, you can't hear me growl when I listen to it. To talk about you know. Nah. I got I got all excited about the wind farms that they were putting in. Then I realised they weren't creating wind for me. They were actually using it. <laughs> That's well, about the mentality of a sailor, isn't it? <laughs> we we get them here. We well, when I was associated with the co-op, we used to go down because I live right on the water. I'd go down and sort of just on daybreak, just for throw a few lures around. These are yachty tight, you know, always on our jetty. Getting free water. They always want the water. Yes. Come in. Give me three thousand liters of water. Hook up to your hook up to our hose. Yes. Take three thousand liters of water and vanish. Mate, you know, duck up the co-op. They'll give you an invoice. Huh? Try it. They don't want to buy any fuel or anything like that. No, just free water. I know they'll buy fuel. A little bit. They don't like. They don't buy lots, but. Yeah, the, the one that all, all the visiting boats want is free water. Yeah. They charge up in pit water, but it's so minimal what they charge. It's minimal. It's... We know it's minimal. Yeah, and I've got no problem with it. still taking it. Yeah. We're quite happy for them to come up and give us 5 or $10 and, and get some water. That's okay. Hmm. But just to pull in at 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock in the morning when you know nobody's there, <laughs> grab 3,000 litres of water and buzz off, yeah, you know. Yeah, no, that's no, not story. Nice. Somebody's paying for it. We yeah. don't get the water for free. Yeah. But, oh, no, they, look, we've, we've had them do all sorts of things just over the years. Um, um, yeah, and some of them, some of them are, you know, we had a bloke one day needed uh, in a very, very flash boat. Um, he wanted, what did he want, 6,000 litres of fuel, and his credit card bounced twice. <laughs> Oops! And then we just said, "Mate, cash, <laughs> cash." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He said, "I'll be here forever." He said, "We said, well, you'll be here forever." <laughs> <laughs> Move off the jetty and more over there, please. Yes. <laughs> if you want six thousand liters of fuel, the credit card's got to be valid. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look! All of the all of the all of the co-ops along the coast, I, I'll guarantee you, have got one or two. You know, where they filled up a serious vessel with a serious amount of fuel and not got paid. Yeah. You know, so um, it, it's yeah. So they've all got the, the same rule. We've all got the same rule now. You come into the office, you you place your credit card with us. Yeah. And get then the you get the key. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of buying things, you know, I bought a Blakey boat yesterday. I heard of a little vicious rumor about that. Well, my wife has now seen seen it on the internet. She thought I was buying 
I just want a little boat to tow around because we go all these weird and wonderful places. I said, look, I need a little tinny, you know, tinny I can just kick off the trailer, tow, you know, bounce around behind the car. And she thought I was buying a 12-foot unpainted tinny with a 15-full start. (laughs) (laughs) And somehow out of that it grew into a 429 side console with a 50 power tilt and trim. I'm not buying anything. That doesn't have the full pensioner package, Al. And the Mint Coder on the front. <laughs> and the Mint Coder on the front. But I'm not oh, yeah, well, that. I didn't want to talk. That, that's, that's a bit of a sore point. And, <laughs> yeah, but the budget somehow went from 12 to 25. And it wasn't. Yeah. Mm. Tell you anyway, did it for her comfort. It's a father's day. It's just a bit tender, but I'm sure she'll grow to love it. <laughs> the really big issue was where the bloody hell are you going to put it? <laughs> this is boat number five, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Isn't it funny, when I grew up... The, the, the thing that really causes the issue is that the crab boat is so big. Yes. Because it's five, uh, five metres by two metres, and it's just this great big square lump of aluminium on a trailer. Yeah. And it's the double the double hull, you know, the commercial oyster punt, crab punt, whatever you want to call it. But And that, that's the thing that's causing the, the real sticky issue. But we'll find somewhere for it. I'm just, I'm, in fact, I'm going to dismantle the back fence so I can back it in from behind the house. It was funny, Laurie, when I was growing up, um, you know, I was, when I was younger, you yeah. knew that you came from my area when you, you'd go down there and cut somebody's front lawn and find a car. And it's, <laughs> it's basically gone from that now to boats. So we haven't actually improved any. We've just changed what we're buying from cars to boats. Oh, no, I buy cars too. I've got, a, I've got three cars. <laughs> Don't have cars. Hang on, you're not, you're not a half a patch on Kieran. He's got yeah. about six. Yeah. Yeah, but my, I inherited one. One's a, one was a, a beautiful old Nissan Pulsar, 2004 or 2006 Nissan Pulsar, with a genuine 50,000 k. Yeah, yeah. And I'm driving it around town. It goes like a beauty. Yeah. <laughs> one of the kids can have it when they, when they get old enough. When they That's get it. their license, one of the yeah. kids can. Yeah, go. Although they reckon you shouldn't give them to kids because they don't have airbags and. I tell you, we all Hang on, we all survived. I've got a spare car, yeah. And now I've got sort of spare boats a bit, you know. I, <laughs> I need a, you need, like, it's like fishing rods. You can't just have one fishing rod, so you just can't have one boat. <laughs> anyway, I'll, I'll be picking it up. I'll come down. I'm, we're down for a big family do on, on September the 22nd, 3rd, 4th, something like that. Yeah. I'll pick it up then. No <laughs> <worries>. <laughs> well, we'll I put am it, we'll... in a motel on the Sunday. I'm in a motel at, um, right behind 2SM. Yep. So I'll, I'll come in Sunday morning and do it. Oh, awesome. Okay. Do a, we'll do a morning Sunday morning on the 20, whatever the Sunday is, 23rd, I think it is. Yeah. Yeah, my sister's my sister's sixtieth. My young, my little sister's sixtieth birthday. Oh, good. So we're having a a, a, lunch, a lunch for twenty at Sales Restaurant. Lovely, so over McMahon's Point. They? They're on the north side. You McMahon's Point. Oh, McMahon's Point. Yeah, Sales oh, Restaurant. Very across. Yeah, McMahon's Point. That's where Sales is. Yeah, it's oh, a beautiful okay. spot. Well, I can, get, I can get the ferry there. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Save me driving. Yeah. Which would be a much better idea. Yep. <laughs> And speaking of much better ideas, you know who I forgot to take with me when we went and got all those fossils, Al? Yeah. Well, Al, Al, Al and a few listeners will know that over the years I've, I've got a really close relationship with the uh, Creationist Society. You know, you, know, you met those, those lovely ladies? No. Al knows. I've had a run-in with them, don't you? Yeah, I know, yeah. So I should have taken them up there to Richmond to have a look. Yeah. <laughs> they said, wouldn't... hey, it's, 
hundred million years old. Do you, yeah. know, do you know how long a hundred million years is? They wouldn't believe it. No, they're very programmed. Yeah. Well, I've had them chase me to my car. <laughs> <laughs> Waving their pamphlets and yelling at me. <laughs> and all I asked them was, do you believe the earth is round? And she said, yes. And I said, well, you're halfway there. <laughs> <laughs> I went round to his place for a cup of coffee on Sunday afternoon. He said, oh, look, I've got a nice snapper for you, which he did. He kept me a nice fresh snapper, which I ate, which was lovely. And I said, oh, yeah, where, where'd you go? He said, oh, I went down to that little spot in 54 metres of yours. <laughs> he said, we got, you know, we got three fish about two and a half kilo, and then we got eight fish that are, you know, nice big platies and some flathead and some bits and pieces. And I'm just looking at him going, oi. <laughs> <laughs> I only take you there. Because he's obviously looked at the... He didn't have the GPS coordinates, but he's a good enough fisherman to, you know, grab a couple of landmarks while he's sitting on the anchor there. Yeah. And he's gone, oh, I'll find Laurie's spot for him. <laughs> Which he did. It's only... It's, it's, I keep telling it's all surrounded by sand. It's, it's about as big as two cars. Yeah. A big chunk of rock. Just a little chip of rock, really, sitting on the bottom. But he's some fish get on. Anyway, so he's cleaned that out for me. So that's one spot I won't be going to on Wednesday. <laughs> But I thought, I'm just sitting there going, oh, you've kept me a fish by Jesus, you're decent, you know. <laughs> he's telling me all these fish he's caught off, off this spot. And I'm going, well, once you've done that, Terry, you can't fish it for another couple of months. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> geez, and, and geez, thanks, mate. <laughs> nice to have friends, isn't it? <laughs> no, well, you know, they've been the same. Polish Pete and Terry really want me to take them to go out for blue eye because there's a lot of blue eye this year. And I, and I said, well, do you buy the gear? It's, it, for people who don't know, it, it happens out in, in 650 metres along the canyons. And there's a mountain out there as well. You're 19, kilo, 19 nautical miles off the coast. And uh, that's what he, I'm saying to tell. I said, I'll happily take you, but you and Pete chip in and buy the two. You know, you'll have to buy the two Daiwa 1000. Electric reels, yeah. I said, it's two and a half grand an outfit for fishing out there, the electric reels and whatnot. And I said, you buy the bent butt rods and the reels and I'll take you. And they're both looking at me like I've got two heads. Like, oh, come on, come on, Loz. You know, you can, you can spring for it. And I thought, well, I've just sprung for a boat. If I come home with, tell Julie I spent five grand on two electric reels, I'll be out. I'll just stand downstairs and the bags will follow. I won't have to do anything. The bags will be there. But no, Terry and Pete, yeah, they think we should be, you know, oh, we, we need to go blue eye fishing. Yeah, well, you buy the rods and reels and I'll take you blue eye fishing. <laughs> it's really simple. Well, I don't need to go blue eye fishing. I, I get enough fish without, I can catch plenty of fish yeah. without catching blue eye. Yeah. It's just they get all excited when they see people cleaning up. These fish are averaging about 15 kilo. Okay. And they see some of the better blue eye fishermen, they're cleaning up, you know, a whole cleaning table covered in them. But it's not, it's so, not really fishing, is it? Because you're just dropping it down, waiting a period of time. It's magnificent, just Alan. Yeah. That real, when that reel kicks into gear, they fight. Blue eye Oh, they really fight, hard. but hang on, it's an electric the, reel, the isn't it? It's bouncing around, and at the end of the rod is four or $500 worth of blue eye. Yeah. Believe me, it's great fishing. <laughs> this is and a commercial fisherman talking now. When you get it to the top, <laughs> uh, it's 
fabulous. And you get a few um, gem fish, which are nice. And we got what did we get last time we went out there? Because I've got little reels that'll that will just do it. Um, Alphonse Alphonsin. We got two Alphonsin. Let me tell you, I'll never ever ever share another Alphonsin with anybody. Once you've eaten one, yeah, okay. They're a red-looking thing, beautiful, um, magnificent. I'm just trying to opalescent red, I guess. I don't know. Beautiful fish, but absolutely magnificent on the table. They're not very big, about um, two kilo, kilo and a half. Okay. And you, we caught another thing called raised brim or Brahma Brahma brim. They're good too. Yeah. All sorts of ooglies live out there in that in 615 metres of water. <laughs> the Alphonse looks like an orange ruffy type of thing. It is, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, much prettier than that. Yeah, orange but yeah. Or, or I should say a big goldfish. But, yeah. Hey? Or a big goldfish type of yeah, thing. Yeah, like a giant goldfish. That's, yeah, but they're red. They're rosy. Yeah, yeah. Bright, bright, bright red. I don't think the pictures do them justice. They, they've got a real bright sheen to them. Big eye. And a great big eye and unbelievably good eating. I think... I think PJ would have caught him when he was fishing at, um, he used to fish, he used to drop line out on Brown's Mountain and whatnot. I'm pretty sure he would have got a few Alphonse in. Yeah. But yeah, no, you'd never, you'd never share one once you've got one. You'd growl at people like a mangy dog. Can I have one of them? No. (laughs) 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 Anyway, we better have a break and we'll do a fishing report. Okay, we'll do that. Hey, Blakey, I just thought of a really good idea. I feel a bit sorry for Laurie if his mates, you know, stealing all his fishing spots. I've got a couple of old penders. Next time you go north, I'll come with you. We'll grab a couple of blocks and we'll just ride on the side of it. Laurie's snapper spot. Laurie's, no. And we'll just no. drop them down and that, send them off the mark and, and help him out. Yeah, good. Okay. Weekend mornings with Pete Davis. I had a farmer from Coonabarabin and he said that they're getting half the amount of money for their cattle now, but unfortunately, in the supermarkets, the meat prices are still very high. Pete Davis has Sydney talking. I was at a farm, and a lady there grows cabbages. They're selling them in Coles and Woolworths for $5, and she gets 30 cents for them. So, you know, everyone's being nailed to the wall by the big supermarkets, and, and nothing's happening. 2SM has Sydney talking. For over 40 years, Kubota have worked the Australian landscape and faced its challenges. From first light to sunset, our agriculture and construction range works with power and versatility that you can rely on. From our mid-size to professional tractors, dependable mowers, zero tail swing or conventional excavators and more, Kubota is building and shaping the future. Visit kubota.com.au or head to your nearest dealer to learn more. Pick your favourite Kia from the award-winning Kia Sportage to the street cred-delivering Kia Seltos or Kia's most powerful car ever, the all-electric EV6 GT. Book a test drive today to find your chosen one. Find out more at kia.com.au or drop into your nearest Kia dealer. Kia, movement that inspires. You can turn your wedding or other group function into a memorable special occasion at Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. Overlooking their picturesque 18th green, 
Twin Creeks Clubhouse is the perfect venue for any group get-together, party or celebration. Do yourself a favour and find out about having your wedding or other group function at Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. Go to twincreeksgolf.com.au or phone Twin Creeks Helpful Function Staff on 9670-8888. For the management of pain and inflammation associated with osteo and other mild forms of arthritis, try Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel. Always read the label, use only as directed, and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. Look for Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel at pharmacies and health food stores everywhere. To find the location of your nearest Stiff Sore and Sorry stockist, go to loveoilcollection.com.au or phone Ray on 040-66-71-359. Peters of Kensington is online. Shop all the top brands and great prices with the same excellent in-store service. They sell great cookware brands like ScanPan, KitchenAid, Breville and Smeg, as well as Rydal Glassware, Wedgwood Dinnerware and much more. Peters also stocks a beautiful range of home decor, lamps, rugs, furniture, cushions and Manchester. They even have afterpay. Visit petersofkensington.com.au 2SM has Sydney talking. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. It is 22 minutes after five here on High Tide. We're chatting with Laurie McAnally. Laurie, I wouldn't talk to him anymore after what he wants to try and do to you. I heard about the concrete blocks. Yeah. Years ago, we were at a fishing comp when we were doing one of the map books and a mate of mine said, I'll get you some really good spots, Laws, but give this bloke over here, you know, open a bottle of Bundy and he'll come to you like a you know, fly to you know what. So we got poured some, a heap of Bundy into this bloke and while, while we were doing that and having a great old yarn, my mate ratted, ratted his plotter, got on his boat and, and, and downloaded a heap of his marks. <laughs> when we published the map book, this bloke was on the phone to me and basically everything except the hitman. <laughs> you know, hospitalisation, broken legs, whatever. <laughs> And I bumped into him two or three times, and he said the only way you could have got those spots was, you know, off me. Because he was a commercial and recreational fisherman, yeah. you know, out of Terrigal. He said, you couldn't have got those spots any other way. And I said, well, your mate, when that day I got you drunk, my mate was on your boat downloading your plotter. <laughs> and this bloke really sort of meant ill to, you know, I, I promised his very, very best of spots, and he was going to do me right or wrong. Yes. It was uh, quite animated. I got quite a chuckle out of it, actually. <laughs> uh, now, PJ sent us a text to the, the Alfonso. Uh, they never made it to the markets when he caught them. No, well, I would having having eaten them. Yeah. Uh, as I said, I've only caught two. Yeah. Having eaten them, I would never give one away. I yeah. would just say, I just that good. He's exactly the same. Yeah. Anyway, fishing report. Very good fishing reports this week. Out on the shelf, um, marlin, striped marlin, albacore, and yellowfin in pretty good numbers. Surprisingly good numbers of marlin. You, the boats that are out there, basically everybody who has trolled out there has, has hooked up. So anywhere outside the fad uh, and going east of the boys, so from 100, 100 metres out to 400 metres, there's striped marlin. On the edge of the shelf, there's albacore and yellowfin. So that's pretty good. Uh, in, and as I said, there are blue eye. If the, and the current has eased off this week. You can fish in 110 metres. Uh, the current's eased off, so there'll be blue eye through this. As soon as we get, I'm going Wednesday, but not for blue eye. I'm going for bar cod on Wednesday. Uh, now, so 
that's that side of it's okay. The charter boat's got plenty of um, snapper and pearlies. Um, Pete Brenton, he fished up north somewhere. Uh, he had, uh, well, I know where he fished. He fished just east of Scott's Head in, in 54 metres. He got uh, 12 nice pearl perch to two and a half kilo and some snapper and some tuskies. And he was rather jolly when my mate bumped into him at the boat ramp. <laughs> <laughs> but just to show you how fishing goes, Pete, Pete caught 13 tailor one morning, along just trolling along the headlands, and uh, he thought and his mate said, "Oh, we'll go tomorrow morning because you know we've, we've done so well. We'll you know, and we can do it and go. You, know, you can catch tailor and be back at the ramp at 8:30." He said, "Oh, well, we'll still because they're chippies. He, well, he was a chippy." And he said, oh, yeah, right. So he bounced down, went and had the, the very next morning after catching 13 tail of the two kilo, he went and did exactly the same thing in exactly the same place and never got a bite. So that's fishing, <laughs> folks. So. Yes. But there have been plenty of good tailor along the rocks. Um, you just got to find them. So that's, that's the other option. Fish Rock has still got plenty of legal-sized kingfish on lures and poppers. Uh, they were really, really on the go early in the week, and they've, they've soon have died back a little bit the last couple of days, from what I hear. But just you, you, you'll, you'll know if they're there. As soon as you get there, you'll see the birds circling. If the birds are circling, just watch out. The surface will explode. You know, they, they, they're chasing souries, and you'll see the, the souries come out of the water. Um, and then you just cast your popper where the, where the souries are jumping, and you'll get a kingy. Uh, so that's all exciting. And obviously, you know, bottom fishing's pretty good. So beach and rock tailor along the beaches, still some pretty good brim. Not, not Brim are not in as big a numbers as they would normally be, but they're getting a few few dart, few flatties, uh, and a few bits and pieces, a few tarwine. But there's, there's just enough on the beach other than the tailor. I, I personally would just go down with, a, you know, either some lures and just drive along the edges until you find, the, find a school of tailor, catch four or five tailor, and that'll do. Otherwise, use pillies. So the, the, on the rocks, it's a bit better. Drummer, Bonito, um, Drummer, Bonito and Taylor, and a few brim. So rocks is definitely worth a go if we get some nice calm seas. Just be careful this morning. There is a sea on this morning. There's about two metres of roll from this big sun. We had a big sun here on Friday. I, I suppose you guys must have got it. Oh, you were down at delivering a boat. Yeah, it was blowing. I came across um, Botany Bay. It was blowing there. When I was right yeah, past well, it was blowing here really hard on. On, uh, on Friday, and we, as a result of that, we got a pretty fair lump out at sea, a bit of a roll. So anyway, so that's that. Uh, in the estuary, it's a bit quiet. Um, the flathead that were here all year are probably still here, but they're just not biting at the moment. And uh, uh, they're small. There's plenty of smaller ones, but the better ones, no. So I think as soon as we get a, a little string of, of really good warmer weather leading in the next couple of weeks, they'll, they'll be back on. But um, as I said, last year we had the best flathead season for a long time. And it's worth commenting because I think you've got Peter Tell coming on. Yes. I think they've done a reasonably good job with the with the Dewey uh, regulations. I'm, I don't think anyone's really going to complain. A few fishermen might. How they restrict some of the guys to 200 kilo is beyond me, but well, that's up to them. They'll have to work that out. But um, <clears throat> some of the... Some, they, they, what they've done is established a pretty good baseline Yes. And I'm pretty sure that they're going to adjust it up and down as they see fit to keep Dewey numbers up. Yeah. I don't think there's an issue with Have you heard much many people complaining? Or? No, I haven't heard any complaints about it. I, th- I agree with you. It's quite reasonable what they've done. Yeah, I spoke to our commercial guys on uh, 
what day did I had to I had to I had to do the election because I'm the only independent <laughs> <laughs> because I'm not on the board anymore. They did the board election, so I went up and scrutinised the, for the board's election. So most of them said they could, they were happy to live with it. They are. Yeah, uh, that's good. If, they, if Peter Tadell wants some feedback, they're just going to live with it. Yeah, they're not worried, they're not worried about it. Yeah, and most don't forget most nights their average catch is probably between. 60 and 100 kilo. It's only odd night they'd go over, too much over that. So maybe two or three nights a year it's going to bother them, but they'll just look, they'll just learn to live with it. That's it. That's the rules. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I would, I would have preferred to see the, the legal size down a bit. I know it's the size they breed at, but there's just, look, the average amateur, he catches a 65 centimetre mulloway. He ain't going back. No. It's dinner. Yeah. He hasn't caught. He's never in his whole life caught anything that good. I, look, I see him at the boat ramp over here at Jerseyville every now and again, and uh, just, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure that a 60 centimetre size limit wasn't a better idea. But anyway, we'll leave it where it is. Um, I think, as I said, most people, most thinking fishermen are probably reasonably happy with it. Yeah. All right, I'll let you go. Thank you, Laurie. I'll be able to listen to the whole show today because. Uh, I'm not out in the bush somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and you're not keeping Julie up either. Oh, she sounds oh well. I've already had the mumble session. I think we're over that now. So when she sees the gleaming white boat in the driveway, she'll be happy. <laughs> yeah, it's got a nice seat in the front for her, so there's no cushions. Problem. Yeah, cushions. <laughs> oh, I didn't. Just, no, no, she's not interested in sitting in that one. She likes the big one. Yeah, it's a big bucket seat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll see you later. Thanks, Laurie. <laughs> uh, Laurie McAnally from Southwest Rocks. Imitators come and go, but there is only one John Laws. But of course, for many, the key question, I believe, is this. What difference will a voice to Parliament achieve in improving the lives of Indigenous Australians? Could somebody tell me? I don't think anybody's been able to properly address that. These Clearfell developments that they do out in our area, they do not leave a shrub, a tree a blade of grass, they clear it as clean as a whistle and they put up houses on blocks that are so small when they say re-green the area, there is no room, there's not even room for a hill's hoist in the backyard, let alone plant a tree. Yesterday I was washing my car with my son and he said, hey Dad, couldn't you use a sponge? <laughs> The John Lewis Show, weekdays from 9am on 2SM. Good for the game tomorrow? Nah, still trying to sell the car. Nah, give me your phone, let me do it. Yeah, good luck. Car sales, instant offer. Car sales, what? Instant offer. You can skip creating an ad, dealing with buyers and waiting for a decent offer all weekend. Is that the offer for my car already? Yep. Now just take it to one of the official buyers nationwide, get it looked over, and the money drops the next business day. So I'll see you at the game then? Yeah, see you at the game. Car sales instant offer. The hassle-free way to sell your car. T&C Supply. Looking for innovative appliances designed with the environment in mind? Then look no further. For over 110 years, Whirlpool has been a leader in kitchen and laundry appliances using patented Sixth Sense technology... Whirlpool guarantees outstanding results while saving precious time and energy. That's the best result for you, your family and the environment. So, have you got a Whirlpool? Visit whirlpool.com.au to find a stockist near you. When mild arthritis or other aches and pains are getting you down, it might be time you did as others have done and try Arbor Vitae Joint Health. Others just like Tracy. I felt my pain reside after the 
second bottle. It's also got a great berry-like flavour, which makes it easy to consume. Always read the label and follow the directions for use. Go to arborvitae, that's A-R-B-O-R-V-I-T-A-E dot com dot A-U or phone 1300 879 863. Are you building a new home? Well, there's a more affordable way with a PAL Kit Home, Australia's most experienced and trusted kit home supplier for more than 50 years. You can become an owner-builder and manage the building of your own home. PAL guarantee that you can do it even without prior building experience. Find out how you can build your very own home. Go to PAL, that's P-A-L, kithomes.com.au or you can phone them on 1-800-024-912. Listen to 2SM online, 2SMSuperNetwork.com. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river again. Welcome back to High Tide. Time to catch up with Peter Johnson, who's going to talk to us about snapper cooking today. But before we do, PJ, something I noticed during the week that I want to give you a big round of applause for. You're getting some massive hits on your YouTube channel at the moment. The, the latest video, I think, had nearly 400-odd views on that. So, well done, mate. That's that's really good for somebody who's starting off a YouTube channel, and I can tell you that from experience. Well done to you, bro. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I didn't know it was that many. I hadn't, hadn't looked in and seen what it is, but I'll, I'll definitely do an update now. I've got a um, bad thing. Has Lynn, has Lynn to watch it 385 times now, has she? Can't even get it once Oh, Alan, you're mean. <laughs> no, it's probably Monty. My, yeah, I tell you what, Monty needs to drink more of that water and, and less of the food. He's growing. Don't fat shame the dog. <laughs> He's comfy in his own way. Well, that poses a good question. If I want my dog to become fat, what ways can I cook Snapper to impress it? Uh, well, look, he's always at my feet when I'm killing fish. And I guess it's testament to the amount of fish I'm catching because he's put a bit of weight on. True. Uh, now, Pete, with the snapper, yeah. you're getting larger ones, but it's also pan-sized. Different ways to cook between the two of them. What would you do? Oh, well, now that's a very good question. And I've got to sit there and say, each week we say we can't talk about food at 5.30 of the morning. And here we are, you're asking me for more recipes. So prepare to be tempted with the taste buds. Right, so let's start off with our platies, which are a common a common uh, name for plate-sized snapper from the legal size of 30 centimetres up to about 35. Um, you know, they'll go 300 to 550 grams on the plate when they're guilty about it. Um, most people grill them um, whole, like after they're scaled and all that. They gilled, gutted, scaled, and then they'll grill them. And people like to um, grill them with lemon juice and butter and, and things like that. That's one thing we like to do. Although if you're a bit shy of of bones, it's probably not the best way. But unfortunately, you only get a smaller fillet off them that yeah. way. Um, but you can fillet them and um, they, they'll do it, but you probably need two fish per person to get a decent feed um, or two fish per dog in Monty's case <laughs> um, to get a decent feed. And um, when you start getting up to the larger fish, say your, 
your 700 grams to your 1.2 kilo, what would Squire? Um, they're, they're my better better eating fish. Now, what I like to do with those is I'll um, take the fillet off. Now, when I fillet fish like this, most of the time I will leave the scales on because what I'm going to do when I take the fillet off, I will leave the scales on because when the fillet comes off, my next trick is to turn it over and skin it. Now, when you take the skin off the fillet, it'll uh, skin easier when the scales are on it. It gives us a bit of backbone to it. And you've seen on um, some of the videos I've put up, Grant, on how to fillet fish, and it yeah. comes up nice and clean with the with the scales on it. Just holds tension on the skin. Yep. And you just pull the, the, the fillet towards the blade and let the, the sharp blade do the job. And... Um, one of my favourite ways of doing that is either um, in uh, egg wash and then breadcrumbs, and I might put uh, some um, Italian herb and garlic breadcrumbs on it, yeah. but sometimes you've got to be careful that you don't overpower it. Um, or you can use, um, um, uh, what's the, um, panko breadcrumbs. Are another good way to doing it, and just a little bit of grated parmesan in about it, and then pan fry it, or uh, as we're experimenting now, um, air frying. They so come out all right. Great way to cook things. Yeah, oh, air fry is really good, and like we do our whole chickens in an air fryer now in fifty minutes. Yeah. Yeah, so the, the breadcrumbs, but the other way I'm doing it is is I use ghee or 50% oil, 50% butter, and then I pan fry it with some seasoned flour, and I sprinkle some, after I roll it in the flour, I sprinkle some um, Chinese five spice on it, and then uh, cook it a couple of minutes either side. Oh, that's, that's a whole new dimension of flavour. It's a really nice way of doing it. And I did some fish burgers there the other night, which I put up on the uh, the Facebook page. Um, so simple to do and such a really nice, enjoyable snack. You can have it for lunch, you can have it for dinner. Um, or the, the, the whole fillets you put out there with some steamed vegetables and some, some nice butter and uh, some uh, some uh, chopped parsley or chopped dill over the over the the, um, the vegetables goes all right as long as you've got lemon juice and tartare sauce you're in business. Now when you get up to the bigger fish, yeah, like and I'm starting to talk about two kilos and up, I really start to look at different recipes there. Like now, if you want to impress your friends and and do a stuffed fish, uh, I'll boil some white rice, and in that white rice I will put some diced apple and a few sultanas in it and put that in the gut cavity and um, some lemon rings. So I cut the lemons into discs or rings and, and it's put that at, at on top of the rice at the gut cavity and just use a, a steel skewer to keep the cavity closed. I'll put three scores on each side of the fish and I'll use some seasoned butter and that'll generally just be some salt and pepper and maybe a bit of smoked paprika, but not much, and just put that either side, wrap it in foil, and I'll bake it or put it in the barbecue with the roasting put on, 
and generally cook that for about 35 to 40 minutes, um, yeah. sometimes longer on the thickness of the fish. The best way to test it is if you get a bamboo skewer or a metal skewer and you can push it through the fish and there's no resistance, like it just goes through the flesh quite easily, you know it's cooked. If it's still a little bit hard, it needs to cook a bit longer. Yeah. Now, that comes up really well. Um, and I don't know if you've done it, Al, but um, yeah, I know, I'm pretty sure I was talking to Anne's brother, John, at the races one day. Yeah. these of fish where it's coated in nuts. Yes, yes. Olive oil and then you put the nuts and the, um, oh, man, that's it's a fiddly job. There's a few recipes for it, but Lebanese-style fish um, baked in the, in the nuts is an amazing yeah, it, um Pine nuts and some tahina on it as well. That's it, yeah, yeah. You rub the tahini in there and it, 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 it crusts up the nuts and you throw it in the oven. That comes up really well. But, hey, Grant? Yeah? So, have you got a napkin around your neck? I do, and I've got the dribble plate ready to go. Right, eh? Well, you're going to need it for this one. I get me snapper, the biggest snapper. I scale them, and I put them into cutlets. And what I do is I pan fry them in seasoned butter, and then I plate it up, and then over that, I will use a tin of cream of oyster soup. Oh. Cream of oyster soup. There you go. Cream of oyster soup. And then while while you're heating the cream of oyster soup up, which is while you're pan frying your, your snapper cutlets, throw in half a dozen natural oysters out of the shell. If you've got bottled oysters, that's okay because they're a smaller oyster, but you just fry them in the soup while it's heating up, and then you, you plate your, your snapper cutlet up and then pour the cream of oyster soup over it. <sighs> yeah. Okay, I've got a question for you, PJ. You deliver to the major supermarkets, don't you? <laughs> I, I want to ask, you know when you go in now, they've got those uh, screens up to protect them from spit and COVID and stuff? I think Alan needs one of those screens. So can you grab one for me so Alan doesn't have to put up with being saturated by me when you talk about recipes like that, please? Just stand on the outside of the studio, Al. That's the one. On the other side of the glass. You'll be right. And, and remember, Al, for safety reasons, wear a, wear a life jacket. That's it. Always. <laughs> uh, that, I've got to tell you, that um, cream of oyster soup, is good, but you know what? It's getting harder and harder to find cream of oyster soup. Is Why? it? Well, I don't know. Like Hoyne's soups and Campbell's soups used to be the ones that had it, but um, maybe it's because I've moved out of Sydney and we don't get the range here. But when I, when I, I do it, I buy you know three or four cans of it just so I know I've always got it in stock. Do you have an Asian grocery up there? They they might stock it. No, I'd have to go to Foster or Port Macquarie for that, I think. Yeah, yeah. But every time I come down to Sydney, I'll always check out a supermarket somewhere and get some. Yeah. I think one of the reasons Campbell stopped doing that um, cream of oyster soup was something to do with Food and Drug Administration in the US with frozen and cooked Korean shellfish. Oh, really? Is that where they sourced yeah. it from? Yeah, that's where they sourced it from. So, uh. I don't know if they're getting it from elsewhere, but that was that was a few years ago. That's why they stopped. 
Um, so I don't know if they've been able to do anything else with it. Well, here's the other one we used to use. like, And, and, and this is a recipe that I use for mowong, but you could also use it for snapper. And, and what I used to do was I used to get the fillets and I'd leave, I'd leave the skin on it. So I'd scale the fish and leave the skin on it, put it in a baking tray, and then I would um, cut some potato really, really thin and lay it over the top. And then over that, I would pour a tin of cream of asparagus soup yep. over that and then sprinkle some grated cheese over that and and um, put it in the oven. So you and can just you see all these fathers today are going to be there. It's Father's Day, so uh, they're going to be nudging their wife saying, can I have some uh, oyster soup or something like that for breakfast, please? <laughs> <laughs> mm. I'd, be oh, yeah. I'd be happy with burnt <laughs> toast, but I'm not going there. <laughs> Happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. Yeah, 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 nearly forgot. Yeah, yeah, Father's Day. Yeah, well, happy Father's Day up in heaven, Fred. So, yep. And all the other dads that are no longer he's with not, us. He's not in heaven, he's in Sydney Harbour. Well, it was an outgoing tide, so yeah, he oh, might have come. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, no. PJ, we're going to love you and leave you, my friend. Thank you so much for your time today, and uh, keep up the good work with the YouTube channel, buddy. All right, thanks for that, and um, happy Father's Day to everyone out there. Um, enjoy your dads while you got them, and uh, enjoy your kids uh, today, and uh, hopefully you get spoiled and you don't have to spend Father's Day on the barbecue. We'll be on the wheel of the truck. We'll be back with more of High Tide on the other side of this. Stick with us. I used to drive seven hours to hospital and seven hours back. You know, when Bob first flew me to hospital from a chemo, it was such a relief. Can you imagine? A two day trip became two hours. What Angel Flight does is a godsend. So please, support the work of Angel Flight, or if you can, get involved as a volunteer pilot or driver, because helping Angel Flight helps people who really need help. Hot, hot, what you've ever seen Ring comes on steady, hot and strong It just keeps on and on Save on hot water energy use by up to 73% With Ream Ambi Heat Heat Pump Install the Ream Except nothing less than Australia's best With Angel Flight, hundreds of needy, seriously ill Australians Don't have to spend painful days on the road Angel Flight pilots fly them there, free of charge, turning miles into minutes. So please, support the work of Angel Flight or get involved as a volunteer pilot or driver and help bring blessed relief to people who so desperately need some. You wouldn't operate a chainsaw blindfolded. You wouldn't ride your dirt bike blindfolded. And you wouldn't walk on your roof blindfolded. Yet too many people dig without searching before you dig online first. Because if you don't search first, you're digging blind. Avoid high-pressure gas mains and high-voltage electricity cables every time. 
Search before you dig online every time and never dig blind. Coming home, we're coming home. Hi, Mark Taylor here. This year I'm celebrating 25 years with Fujitsu. Get a digital prepaid MasterCard worth up to $450 with any eligible Fujitsu air conditioner. Plus, go in a draw to win a share of $250,000. Come home to Fujitsu Comfort. It's Australia's favourite air. Purchase eligible model by 31st July 23. Claim by 29 September 23. Retain receipts. Permits New South Wales TP02527 ACT TP2300451 SAT22327. T's and C's and exclusions apply. See website. Solaris end of financial year deals are on now with great savings across the range. Get $1,000 free accessories on the two-seat Ranger 570, the three-seat Ranger Northstar and the six-seat Ranger Northstar Crew. Get 2,000 free accessories on the upgraded 23 Ranger Diesel and a whopping $3,000 free accessories on the Ranger XP1000. On top of that, finance is also available to approve purchases at a 6.99% rate. Don't miss out. See your local Polaris dealer. Polaris. Think outside. This is 2SM Sydney. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. Fishing down the river again. Welcome back to High Tide. Now, Alan, you often talk to me about things like, you know, those bigger stores like boating, camping and fishing where they may not have the local knowledge or may not have experts around, not specifically targeting them, but just why it's better to go to proper tackle shops because they know their clients, right? You know what I'm talking about here, Al? The multinationals have shop assistants, where yes. specialist stores have enthusiasts. Well, That's I know a difference. place that know their customers so well that when they send them out lures, they put little notes in the boxes to show them what each one does. Mike, from the Complete Angler, my friend, I bow when you enter the room. Thank you so much. for That was amazing. And those notes, trust me, that is my saviour. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, that's all good, mate. I'm glad you enjoy it. So, but it, no, look, mate, exactly what Al just said. Like we're just so passionate about our fishing, we absolutely love it. And there's so there is so many choices these days to shop. So, um, um, yeah, it is nice to support your locals. You know, find a good tackle store. Um, and particularly with us, that's what we're all about. We just love it. You know, we absolutely yeah. love it, and, and, and we just want our customers to catch fish. It's it's really that simple. <laughs> so we just want you to have success. Now, Mike, so, uh, for those people yeah. who forgot that it is Father's Day today, need yes. to get a late Father's Day present, can they go to the Complete Angler? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. So we're open 9 to 4 today, which is um, – and yeah. you can come through. We've got plenty of good specials. Um, so many new toys are turning up at the moment, actually. It's really fun time. I love unpacking boxes this time of year because there's always all the new stuff. Um, but, yeah, we've got plenty of specials in store. Um, that stocks are really good at the moment. So, yeah, look, it's a good good excuse to come down and buy some new toys for yourself. So are you, are you, like, are you like me being the boss? I just open the box and I pack it and say, yeah, then pass it to someone else and let them put it all away on the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> It's actually really bad when products come through and I look at them. And sometimes I have to put customers first, but I really want that reel or really want that look. You've got to go for the wall sometimes, but it kills it's me. Called, it's called product development. Exactly. And product testing too, you know. It's yes. just nice to know that I've used the products. <laughs> so, 
But yeah, it's lots of fun. Lots of good fun. But I'm glad you enjoyed it, Grant, and I'm sure you'll catch plenty of fish on it. So well, it's good. I think I think the big thing is too, you know, like for for people like myself that are, you know, um just stepping you know, into fishing, you know, for the first time, you can go into the shop, you can you can you can be a noob, as we hmm. say in the gaming industry, and you don't have to feel intimidated by it and the advice you get's going to be solid because I mean, when you know, you were kind enough to post the stuff to me to save me a trip from um, the northern beaches out to Villawood, but a box yeah. of a box of lures is just a whole box of pretty little things, really, unless you know what they're what they're targeting, you know, and that's what you get at these sort of shops. Yeah, well, there's a lot of choice these days, and and there is a lot of stuff that isn't suitable. You know, a lot of the stuff is made for the American market or made for different markets around the world. So sometimes there is stuff that is better than others as well. And and as I said, that's what you'll get the service when you come to us in particular. Yeah. Um, you know, you'll get that. You'll get that advice for free. So you, you get. To, it's just nice to go out. I, I like customers walking out the store with that confidence that they know it's it's going to work for them. It's going to, they've definitely got the best tool to do the job. So I, yeah. I don't know if I've got the confidence now, Mike, but I can tell you one thing: the excuses have run out. <laughs> You've got the right tools now, so it's all up to you now, buddy. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I can't whinge anymore, Al. I'm in trouble. <laughs> you will. There's no problems. You will. I'll try. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's good stuff. Mean, mean, that's mean. Mike, yeah. where's the fish biting at the moment? Yeah, it's been good. It's been good. I, again, like it's funny, eh? As soon as spring kicks in, it's just it's just a different vibe, and it's just really interesting. Like the you know the water temps have been slowly increasing, and, and a lot of them winter species are starting to come out of their slumber. Not that we had that much of a winter, but we did have a bit of a, a bit of a cold patch probably in the last couple of weeks, you know. Um, but it was pretty mild winter, really. But um, but I've, yeah, I've noticed even myself too, just on my fishing trips as well too, that things are a lot more active and and there's definitely a lot more around, particularly in the estuaries. Like we're getting so many good reports. Um, like as I said, it's been a really strong winter for for the estuaries. It's been really good in the rivers. Um, but yeah, the reports have just picked up. It's just been so good. Um, as I said, temperatures have risen. Like you know, a lot of them times we were in 14 degree water. Now it's like 15, you know, 16, 17 degree water in some of the edges. And so yeah, you'll find that a fish are a lot more active. The, the water's still really clean. Um, like we've been having a little bit of rain around Sydney, but really it's been it's been fairly dry. So again, I just can't emphasise just use them light leaders at the moment. It is just so important. Um, but the fishing's really good. Brim are really healthy. Um, there's a lot of fish in that 800 gram mark, even nudging, you know, just under that kilo mark. Um, so, and they're a really good nick too. They're just so fat and just so healthy. Flatties have been really consistent. Um, you're still catching your trevally and whiting and stuff like that. And they're just really big fish at the moment. Um, Jewfish reports were really good last week. We had that lead up to the full moon. Um, so that was really nice and consistent. There was quite a lot of Jews getting caught in, in both the Parramatta, the Georges, and quite a bit in the hacking too, actually, which is interesting. Um, but all the all the systems are fishing really well. And, and particularly if you're fishing, if you are going to go to the river this weekend or, or up in the estuaries, try to fish some of the shallow flats because you'll find the water temps a little bit warmer up there because we've had these nice warm days and, and the fish and the bait fish is a lot more active and, and the fish are a lot more active up on there so i noticed that was a really big difference the other day when i went for a fish the, the temperature difference so yeah kind of fish the shallows that's where like port hacking is really good at the moment um because it is quite shallow you know and so it does warm up a little bit quicker than all the other systems um but yeah really good estuaries are really good um still getting reports of hair tail which is crazy it just hasn't stopped this year um obviously the the ludric reports have been fantastic it's been so consistent that that has not stopped it's still been fantastic um and a lot more kingfish has started to move into 
the harbour as well. We're starting to get a lot more reports of them because um, they have been a little bit you know, touch and go, but, yeah, they're just starting to get a few more reports, which is really good. Um, so, yeah, estuaries, really good. Snapper reports, still consistent. Um, you know, we had a bit of a bump early in the, uh, late in the week around Friday, uh, Thursday, Friday. It was a little bit bumpy. Um, so that's really good to stir the reef up. Um, but we've had really strong reports this whole week. Again, good-sized fish, a lot of fish in that 60, 70-centimetre size. Um, and, and, again, still them wider reefs have been fishing the best. So. Awesome stuff. Thank you very much, Mike. The Complete Angler, 398 Woodville Road at Villawood. 938 Villawood Road, thank you. What did I say? 338 or something. Uh, 938. We're, gonna, we're gonna go to go to the news. <laughs> we're back on the other side of this.